fresh back from Orlando coming to your ears. We are talking about iCast this week and all the great and crazy things that happened over that three-day period. So I hope you're ready to hear about some new stuff because we're going to talk a lot about it. You listen to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. Here we go. good to go i'm excited to talk to y'all i'm first gonna apologize if my voice sounds a little raspy here i uh unfortunately am coming off of the uh well the thing that we can't name because apparently it doesn't go well for tracking and purposes but uh, i am doing okay i am getting better by the day so all will be well yep coming back uh this episode and this is the big start of it this episode is brought to you by fish bites you can head over to fishbites.com or stop over there at their tackle shop and a liar's spot <laughs> all the good fishing stories right there in saint augustine you can go on to fishbites.com take a look at all the products they have from apparel bait and much much more tackle head on over to fishbites.com or stop into the shop and pick up your stuff fish bites sponsored me on their uh pro staff and i was lucky enough for them to let me go down to icast with them this year and it was an eye-opening experience uh one of the biggest things that i I lesson learned i guess is that surf fishing is a very small niche in the fishing world Uh, I, i really realized that bass has the ultimate say in many things when it comes to fishing um, with all the lakes, streams, and things that go of that nature, bass fishing holds that massive category. So uh, a lot of things were driven at that. But uh, I went in there with the wrong mentality of surf fishing as, you know, how we normally do it. And then I kind of gave myself a little bit of a short-sighted view, uh, I'd say the first day or so. Day two and day three, I made a lot more strides at things and realized that uh, there was more to talk about. And that kind of help me out especially on this episode that we're going to talk about today so with all of those pieces that came together icast is the international convention of allied sports fishing trades uh the largest fish and tackle show in the world and is being held at the orlando convention center in orlando florida wednesday july 20th 2022 and that is right from the orlando sentinel on the quick explanation of what icast is so the unofficial word that i heard several times is it's the who of who uh shows up there and it is a great time for buyers and sellers to get under one roof and show what they have what they have available and they can make purchases uh, for their customers huge advantage if you're a buyer you get all the places that you need to go in one shop so you're not having to go to like places like big rock um and you know do your ordering from there or uh, any of the other massive distributors uh, you can walk up and take a look at the gear yourself get your hands on it feel it get an idea for it and bring it back to discuss uh, our local tackle shops i heard were down there uh, i saw emerald coast bait and tackle uh, josh and anna were there uh, half hitch i know they were there as well uh, i got to, i didn't get a chance to catch up with them but i, I heard they were there so uh that told me a lot for that our little zone that they were out there looking for you know the products for all of us to basically uh, be able to get the gear that we're going to want this year 
and there is a lot of gear too that really uh really played into that so well uh i guess just get right into it uh these are in no particular order i will admit to that uh, a lot of this is uh running from things that i saw and i wanted to go down the list this episode could take i mean days for to talk about for each booth i but i'm going to do my best to keep it under the normal time restraints here uh, if you have questions about the products, by all means, shoot me a message. You guys, if you have, you already know, I'm very uh, open to answering questions. And I try to respond to all comments on social media. So if you have more questions about this gear, by all means, drop it in there. There will be some new things coming for me, too. My website is almost done. I finally have some time to take care of that, considering where I am and what I'm doing. Uh, and the blogs will start back up along with product reviews. And you'll also hear about them here on episodes. I will do all that. So without further ado, let's get it started. The first one I want to talk about is Fish Bites. Uh, they have a new product. It's a chum block. So it is their synthetics all together sprinkled in with some of the glitter. Uh, it's a concentrated scent pack. It's going to be used for chumming. You can use it in numerous different aspects here when you do chum. I'm sure you could break it up into little blocks and drop it in and let it go. Uh, if you've gone back and heard the Fish Bites episode, you know that the Fish Bites product is pretty much completely uh, biodegradable. The only thing that's not is the glitter and the add-ins like that, but the rest of it and the mesh. Uh, but these pieces are going to just dissolve and there you go. The fish aren't, we're not going to be polluting the water here. Uh, the concentrated block, you, like I said, you can do a couple different things with it. I believe you can drop it down as a brick in itself. Um, I am probably going to utilize it with another product that I'm going to talk about here in a little while about Lee Fisher uh, Sports. But uh, you could put it in the mesh bag. You're going to get that concentrated scent. Uh, for surf fishing, I, I have a couple of different thoughts on what I plan on doing with it. One of them in primary is going to be uh, I'm going to attach it to my line and I'm going to cast it out. Wherever the current is flowing, I'm going to put my lines down current from that. So the fish are going to smell it, swim back towards my stuff, and it's going to create that feeding frenzy is my thought. Uh, with the kayak, because yes, I will start talking a little bit more about kayaking. Not completely. I am going to stay as much as I can in the surf, but I do. I will talk about kayak products um, here and there and uh, kayak fishing. Again, I'm going to leave that to a lot of the other podcasts out there. They're much better at the kayak game than I am, and uh, well, I'm just not going to tread in their territory. But uh, from a kayak, I plan on using it as a dropper. I, I'm going to do the exact same thing. We're going to talk about that with a Lee Fisher Sports uh, Chum tube that I have, uh, dropping it right there and creating that frenzy around the kayak so I have something to attack while fishing. Great product available for sale at fishbites.com and you can get your hands on it. I think it's going to be a smart ad for chumming if you don't want to actually get live chum or any of that stuff to put a bunch of stink but, uh, or a bunch of blood on your stuff. Uh, I think it's going to be a really good deal and I really liked how it looked. I liked the packaging and I, I'm again pretty happy with it. Next up, Yak Attack. Uh, they are not a new company by any way, shape, or form when it comes to the kayaking game. You know, if you've got anything to do with kayaking, you've heard the name Yak Attack. They've got plenty of pieces of gear. But the one piece of gear that they added this year, they put it in the best uh, a new product showcase, is going to be one of their boxes. So if you've ever seen it before, um, the proper name is the Yak Attack Black Pack Pro Kayak Fishing, Fishing Crate. Uh, 13 by 16. So the pack itself is about the, it's the same size as a milk crate. Uh, they also have an oversized one. They had these original ones and uh, they've upgraded it. So here's the write-up of the product description. 
The original hard-sided kayak crate just got a lot better. Introducing the completely redesigned Black Pack Pro, the result of intense collaboration and more than a year of R&D and design. The Black Pack Pro is fully riggable and boasts a hinged lid, 25% weight reduction, and best-in-class functionality. Enhancements include many things you might have expected as well as some true-to-the-brand features that no one saw coming. The 13-inch by 16-inch version is the middle of the three sizes. Manufactured suggested retail price of $150. The box big change is that now all over it, there are four screw holes per block. So what they did is all the gear that you could get from Yak Attack or any rails that you could get from other companies, you can screw these into this box. So if you wanted to add uh, rod holders, you no longer have to do a, you know, a pin-in system. You can screw it directly to it uh, or put a rail system in and connect it that way. You can attach other pieces that fit uh, the Phillips side screw with the shank size. It goes right in. You can attach it to the box. I was able to purchase one, and I have one that I'm going to start outfitting with a lot of the other gear that they have, and also with a couple other gear uh, pieces that I, I'll be talking about. The uh, name of that company is Ram Mounts. These, this piece is now completely gone from just your standard milk crate to a complete and total Molly system. If you're military, you know what I mean by Molly. Uh, basically, you just get the cool things that you can attach everything to. Really well thought out, very light, very strong, uh, very happy with it, and uh, it also comes in multiple colors. You're not just getting the black, you can get the tan, I believe they're also going to have the green. But um, one thing that they weren't selling is going to be the uh, modular rod holder. It's going to attach to this box as well. So what you can do is your rod uh, holder on there, you can angle it any direction you want there. It doesn't have to sit vertical. It could go 45 degrees, 30, 20, whatever you want. You can pivot it. It's also going to be attachable for other pieces of gear. Uh, I attempted to get my hands on one. Unfortunately, the one that they had was not available to be uh, purchased. So I, un I unfortunately missed out on getting my hands on that. But it will be coming to market very soon for people. So uh, if you're in the kayak game and it's something you've been looking at, really great ad to possibly get your hands on. The next company I want to talk about is also falls kind of into the kayak one, but it also uh, is very useful in the surf. And the name of the company is GearKeeper. They do tethers, both retractable and static. Uh, if you've seen me on the beach or any of the pictures, you'll notice I have the, the Batman belt with my pliers, uh, fish grips, knife. I, I got a bunch of gear that I keep on my side because I don't want to have to run back to my cart. And I found a way to carry it all in a lightweight, e easy way. So, whew, boy, I'm not going to edit this out. But, man, I'll tell you, catching your breath right now, not a good time. <laughs> but, hey, the show goes on. Uh, I apologize if you hear me breathing heavy on that. Unfortunately, that's not something I've gotten good at editing out. So with GearKeeper... They have both the retractable and static tethers, like I said, uh, and they have it for all sorts of gear. You've got it for your rods. They have retractable, but they also have the long lanyard style. Very nice on the hooks, the way they thought it up. Uh, really strong, and I see them working very well. Other ones for equipment, uh, pliers, fish grips, uh, anything that you could have either on your body or um, on the kayak. They also had a great one for radios, so for anybody that's got their uh, handheld while they're out in their yak or piece like that, uh, good safety to have to, so that way it doesn't go in the drink. 
Speaking of communication, they also have a really good connector for a cell phone. It attaches via glue strip, uh, and it's on another tether. They recommended the non-retractable for that one, just the static, uh, due to the weight of different size phones. But uh, he showed it to me. He showed me how strong it was. I was really impressed with it. So uh, I was able to acquire a few of those, thankfully, and I have started testing a couple of them as I've been sitting here hiding, uh, and they've been pretty strong. I truly hope I don't have to use it in the kayak, uh, but, you know, it, Mr. Murphy shows up in numerous different ways, and I'd rather be prepared than unprepared. So really smart pieces of gear from a smaller company, and they're growing. I really, really enjoyed having the conversations with them, letting them show me the gear, and uh, letting me get my hands on some so I can try it out and write reviews and talk to you guys about it. Moving into another direction, there were at least 20 to 30 different cooler people there. Yeah, Yeti was there. Um, uh, you all know my kind of stance on Yeti. Uh, I, l I love their stuff, but uh, it's just not something I'm looking to buy. I don't love the weight It is kind of the big one, and I also don't love the price point. Everybody gets that, you know, it just is what it is. We're not going to debate that one. If you got a Yeti, I'm happy for you. I think it's cool. Good, good stuff. But I did run into another company called Rugged Road Outdoors with their coolers. And the low-rent explanation I have for this, which doesn't do them justice, um, but it's probably the easiest, like in my head, that was when I saw when I'm explaining this, and you'll see it in the pictures. Uh, it's kind of just, your, it's like a cooler that's been coated in rhino lining, but a gentle version that's not going to rip your skin apart. And the thing is stupid light. Their 65 is a uh, great size cooler that is extremely light, well built, well thought out. Uh, it's got a drain plug, which is apparently becoming going away of the dodo, I guess, um, for a lot of companies. I didn't realize that till recently. But it's still got the drain plug, good rope handles, and the lid has uh, one. Uh, the newer version is going to have the weather stripping on there to prevent leakage for uh, cold air. But the lid also is uh, movable. You can remove it and reinstall it. There's two different sides. You've got a flat side like we have on our standard coolers. And then you've got another side that has a small tray. And uh, for, you know, if you want to put something on or if you want to put a cutting board in there or cup holders. Really well thought out, really well designed. Uh, very nice colors. Everything about it was pretty good. Uh, as far as price point, the different numbers. So I, I unfortunately don't have much to give you there. I will have links back um, from my transistor page to go to their website and understand more. And it'll also be tagged on social media. But they have a really nice set there. And I thought it was a well thought out and designed cooler uh, that I did find fits uh, surf carts. Uh, we tested it on one other company there. I did not have a fishing mate available, so if you have one of those, I was not able to check it. But based on the card I found, I believe the dimensions were close to the same, so you were able to get your handle in there and uh, or hand in there to flip open the lid, uh, the latch to open and close it. So one other piece that I want to talk about with coolers before I move on to the next company is. Uh, I love it when companies tell me, hey, yeah, it's going to hold ice for 30 days or, you know, a week straight or whatever it is. The one thing, that, and I know you all know this, but I've got to say it because if I don't, I'll feel stupid. Yeah, that, that's in the perfect world where the cooler is completely closed and the elements are just right. 
Well, for all of you that are just like me out fishing, we know the cooler doesn't stay closed the entire time and it's getting beat to hell by the sun. So, you know, ice retention is an important thing when it comes to, you know, keeping their fish and our drinks cold. But, you know, if you're telling me, oh, it holds ice for 20 days, I'm like, "Uh, that's great. Well, how does it give me ice retention in a real world scenario? So that's just a piece that I always seem to, I don't know, go back to in a way. I just, I, I don't know why I wanted to bring it up, but I find it important to talk about. Okay, this one is one of my absolute favorite finds. Uh, I've posted about it several times on my social media ever since iCast and ever since finding it. And I think it's going to be a huge, useful tool to us here, especially in the surf fishing community and the kayak community. Uh, There are a couple limitations, I will say. I will talk about that. But I think this tool is going to be great. Overboard Advanced Release System. They have a de-hooker that you can hook uh, directly to your boat or kayak. It sits off, and basically you run your fishing line into the open gap, bring the line up and through to the hook that attaches, and basically just move your fishing line down, and the weight of the fish is going to hold in one position, and the hook's going to come out. The nice thing, too, is when the hook comes out, it shouldn't come off of the holder. It's probably going to hold on to there, so it's not going to come flying out, and you know, you're not going to lose control of it. They showed me with different hooks. They showed me a J-hook, which, you know, J-hook's kind of a cheater, easy one, uh, and we're not using a lot of J-hooks in the surf, but they also showed it to me with circle hooks. Popped right out, no problem, each one they showed me. Um, Their video shows you numerous different species with shark, uh, I believe there was a couple catfish on there, and, and other sizes. For... The surf, the nice thing is, is that the D-hooker they have comes with the boat mount, but it also comes with a neck lanyard. So you can easily hang it around, hook your fishing line in, bring the fish up, pop it off, there you go, you're done. You know, if you're doing a release, you can do it over the water so it gets right out, you know, and you're not handling the fish. You're not getting that uh, important slime off of it. You know, you're not putting the fish in any of those weird, uh, you know, any of the ways to not conserve it and make it a a safe release uh you know you can also use it right there on the beach when you're going to de-hook and put your catch in your cooler yeah that's another easy method another cool one they showed for boats is they actually put uh i believe it was sabikis they had small hooks they were doing bait fish they were running the line up de-hooking their bait fish without getting scales all over it or touching the fish you know grabbing a grab anything like that thus giving them a little bit more of a you know scent profile advantage you know you're not getting your hands stink all over it or anything like that they did say one of the harder problems that they have run into is treble hooks um, because of the size you know you got to get that hook the right way in and out so it's going to be something that you can learn to work with and pieces like that but if you're using the single hooks uh, i think this is going to be great uh one of the other applications for the kayak i thought was kind of cool is the same thing you know if i'm pulling up a cat uh, next to the kayak, this is going to work where it actually hangs enough distance from my rail system over the side of my yak, so I can pull it up and I'm not interfering. It's not going to, you know, scratch the boat, or I'm not going to have to bring it into the boat or anything like that. I could still work with it right there. Huge help, you know. We we look for any advantage of space and size we have. So, you utilize what you can with what you got on there. I think it's a great tool. Uh, and I think it's going to do gr- really good things. Uh, if you are run a boat charter, uh, there was a great video that just circulated Facebook, and uh, the comments quickly came out from a few of us that, oh, well, if you had the overboard advanced release system, you'd still have your pinky. A uh, gentleman was dehooking a shark. The shark bit into his finger and just turned, ripped it, and took his finger off. 
Uh, guy handled it like a champ. He's, yeah, I'll give him that. And a bold individual. But, uh, yeah, that de-hooking system would have sa- probably saved his finger. Uh, I will I will definitely say that. But on these boats, you can do the same thing with your boat and put it off the starboard or port side, you know, where you got your uh, customers are fishing. Hey, that's going out. You know, you pull up that red snapper out of season, then you don't need to do a descending device at that where, you know, if it doesn't require it or if, you, you know, hasn't been need to be popped real easy way for you to pull it up get it off the hook and let it swim back you didn't have to bring in the boat keeps the they have the trauma down gets it out of there hopefully a shark doesn't get it in time or flipper doesn't get it so uh, pretty smart design and again one of my favorite finds so great job to them and i, I really hope to see uh, more of these pop up in the market because uh, i i'm excited for them Moving into the next category, Engel Coolers uh, submitted their newest aerator for new product showcase uh, consideration, and it did quite well. Uh, I believe it also won one of the awards, so that was uh, a nice change. If you use an aerator, whether you're in the surf, boats, any of it, you know that the other company, uh, the Bubble Box, nothing against them, they make a decent product, but it dies in about, oh, I don't know, <laughs> three trips, uh, especially with water intrusion. So uh, you're also chewing through batteries at a cyclic rate. Well, Engel came up with another way. So it's the product name is going to be Engel Lithium-Ion USB Rechargeable Live Bait Aerator Pump. That is a serious mouthful. <laughs> but All right, so the product description. Forgotten are the bulky D-cell batteries that wither quickly, especially in sub-zero temperatures. Gone are bulky power adapters and glitchy pump motors. Reimagined are the guts of the new tool built to endure. Easily the quietest pump on the market with two internal state-of-the-art electromagnetic pumps with rubber bladders to generate airflow and never freeze or jam up, even under the harshest conditions. MSRP of $49.99. Well, their product description is damn dead on because that thing is silent uh there are numerous size or numerous settings you can do you know from low low speed all the way up to a very high speed the timeline was very impressive so i believe they said with it on full power uh you could get something of 16 to 18 hours on a full charge for aerator and middle of the ground you're looking at 24 hours plus so you know, you get that bait from the shop, and you know you're going out the day pro- next day. Now you got an aerator that's going to be able to hold up to that, or you're going out and you know you got that time. But you can also charge it, recharge it through USB. Rechargeable is going to be huge. All you got to do is do that piece, recharge it, and go from there. Uh, and you're always going to be set. The quiet factor was very surprising. Um, you know, you turn on the the box that we normally use, and it, it's just constant. Um, I had it on high, and granted, I don't, granted, I don't have the best hearing, uh, but when I put it to my ear, even on the loud setting, it was still whisper quiet. So, Angle really outdid themselves, in my opinion, with this design. It is lightweight, um, as well as light as it can be for lithium ion. Um, bulky size, it's about the same size as a large uh, battery box uh, that we get with the bubbler. Uh, it is very much so. They showed the waterproof. Uh, it. I'm a little worried about the USB port. Uh, it all it has is the rubber cover, but I've also, you know, we've seen that do very well. So, you know, if you drop it in, I'm sure if you grab it right away, you'll be good to go. It's gonna float. 
the other pieces of it, everything else that I've seen is great. Uh, I really wish I had something bad to say about it. I did acquire one, uh, and I will uh, be using it to see how hard I can push it, how you know what kind of damage it's going to take on beating. Um, you know, hey, I, I want to know what this product's capable of, so yeah, I'm probably going to beat it up a little bit. Uh, I will keep it within the normal things. I don't plan on you know, dropping it off a building or anything like that. That's just not, uh, that's not my style. But I do want to put it through its paces and see how it goes. It has been rigorously tested by their staff, uh, like you saw, uh, or I spoke about in the um, description. You know, those colder temperatures, that makes a difference. You know, if you're up there ice fishing, the last thing you want is moisture getting into the pump there, and it's, you know, all of a sudden not, you know, it's not doing well. So, well thought out, well to hit all aspects of fishing, whether it's saltwater, freshwater, you got to keep that bait live. Man, that, that stuff right there, they just knocked it out of the park. So, Angle USB Rechargeable Aerator, great new product, and I think is going to do very well for everybody in the game. Oh, well, looky there. Paycheck time. Oh, yeah. It's been 25 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. So that means this is your face first bait check of the day for this episode. This bait check has been brought to you by Ninja Tackle. Head on over to NinjaTackleVA.com and take a look at all the products they have. They have fishing rods, reels, uh, lures, line, everything. They've got everything you need in one quick stop shop there to uh, buy, buy it. Good, uh, good. Oh, my gosh. I can't even speak on this, huh? Great shipping, uh, quick turnaround time, and they are very responsive to messages. So head on over to ninjatackleva.com and place your order today and get it as soon as humanly possible because fishing is only going to continue. Hope you got a good fish so far. That'd be awesome. Next on the list is 13 Fishing. I have posted about this a little bit too much, a little bit in my opinion, but uh, it's kind of hard to not talk about it. Uh, 13 Fishing, I didn't know anything about their company before. Uh, I still don't know a ton. I've looked online. Uh, they've definitely been around for a while, so I don't have a lot of uh, bad things to say because they've obviously been in business for a while. Heavily marketed in the other direction, other type of fishing, but um, this was one of the booths that kind of got me realizing that I was being short-sighted. So this year they came up with the Ladyfish, uh, product description is wave goodbye to super soft and lazy day of fishing. Cast this out only if you're prepared for epic battles, sore arms, and a beaded brows. It is anchored to the nose like a bull because this bait is a large fellow. We recommend grasping a VMC weighted screw hook that is equally to scale of 10 aught. Uh, unfortunately, the tail is blocking the picture that I have for it, but the MSRP, I believe, was $15 a shot. Uh, definitely not a cheap lure. And <laughs> you sure don't want to lose it. But uh, that was the intro to me for 13 Fishing. Uh, I went over to the booth and got to see several other great things about their th products. Uh, one of their topwaters, very dark, and it just looked perfect. And I think it's going to do great if you're walking the surf on a clear water day. Um, it's going to be that movement up top. It's going to be loud, but it's also going to be a visual cue. You know, they're going to be able to see that dark blob and say, hey, what's that? The motion of top waters. Uh, I'm going to get my hands on one, hopefully, um, online here. I'm going to order a set to be able to play with it. But uh, I really liked it. It was dark purple, I believe, and green on the top. But, yeah, this, this top water kind of had a great face that's going to really move nicely. 
They also had some other swimming ones that have beads in them, so they're good noise makers. Good flow uh, should stay just a little bit subsurface slow risers, but I think that they were they they're definitely on the on the right track with their lures in that game. They also have other soft, fi- uh, lifelike looking fish. Um, it's all part of their Coalition Baits series. Uh, one of them being the Dine, the Greenback Number Four. These little fish are are just well thought out, well are just drawn up perfectly. Paint schemes are very well done, and the paddle tail that the way that they put it together really gives the fish the motion that I think is going to just cause chaos in the water. So I would say head on over to 13fishing.com, take a look at their stuff. They have so many great baits. Uh, so if, you, if you're in that realm of you know, soft plastics or bigger baits, this thing is going to do well. Um, kind of a soft little plug sidebar, but uh, I posted it on there. And uh, <laughs> I mean, one of the comments that came in was from yakking with jack and he was like oh man yeah i need this i need this now and he was talking about how it's gonna uh, bring in huge fish and just like tarpon and and stuff of that nature obviously fish i've never caught i wish that i could say i have i haven't yet but i will uh that he's he thinks it's going to be a great lure for that so that kind of really put me in the oh okay cool well let's let's go with that so i think it's going to do great things Pure Fishing Saltwater Juke Hardbait, uh, the Berkeley company. They had a new uh, hard plastic lure that they put in the new show, new product showcase as well. Uh, and their description is, it's the, the Berkeley Saltwater Juke. I apologize. The Berkeley Saltwater Juke is a new highly versatile crankbait for the saltwater angler. It can be cranked, twitched, and trolled with lifelike movement, enticing from a variety of fish. Its coffin-shaped bill allows maximum darting action and side flash with limited rod movement. Features such as the flat baitfish profile and additional rattles create maximum attraction for making Berkeley Juke a unique and effective saltwater lure. MSRP $9.99. Uh, the beads in it are large size, and the nose on it, I believe, is gets it down to the 3-5 to five foot level. I could be wrong on that. I'll have to reread it. But the one that they displayed was the pumpkin uh, color. I think it's going to be great. Uh, the markings on it, nice shine. Uh, I compare it very quickly to Rapala. Uh, I think that it's going to fit that same kind of profile and same noise movement. They'll put a little bit of stink on there, and man, that thing is probably going to do some damage. So that was a nice new ad from uh, them. Really, uh, I'm, I'm excited to try it out. I'm going to go purchase one, uh, hopefully when it hits half hitch or Emerald Coast Bait and Tackle, get my hands on a set there and go just go to town. I want to see what this thing can do. Next on there was the overall winner showcase for a new product of ICAST, and that was a company called Packback. Uh, Brian Cree has a hell of a story. I couldn't even tell it on this show if I wanted to uh, with the proper justice. But Brian's been through some hard times in his life, and he has seen it. Uh, he was there at the Vegas shooting. Uh, a friend of his from the story I was told unfortunately died in his arms, and he just he got through it all and had a long path of recovery. Uh, he was up in Alaska, and this cooler came to mind after you know he wanted to capture that fresh fish uh, with smoking and being able to keep those profiles. Hopefully, we'll have an episode with him. Uh, he said he'd talk to me, so we'll see. Uh, we can hopefully hear that. But he designed this cooler with two bays, 
and one of the storage bays is a cutting board and a or an air sealer, a vacuum seal system, sorry. Uh, for that thought of fresh catch, process your fish, get it on seal, get it sealed to maintain the maximum freshness for it. It's a huge cooler. It's a big set and unfortunately won't fit in our uh, surf carts. But if you were going hunting or fishing in large areas that you knew you wanted to do that, um, one of them kind of came to mind me was uh, Klamath up there in Northern California on the border of Oregon. That area, you know, for the fishing, perfect example. Catch a bunch, get them on it, get them sealed up, get them on ice. They're all practically all safe and you can bring that catch home. Really cool product, well thought out, and uh, it, it really captured and enthralled everybody. So congratulations to Pat Brian and Packback, the team, on that hard cooler. Really cool one on there. Very, very fun to talk about and see. All right. I'm going to say the two words that you all are just going to roll your eyes at. <laughs> and you know what? I get it. Ikejime. You've heard me talk about it. There's a reason I talk about it because I believe in it. I love it. I think it's important. Can't stress that enough. I got two episodes and then some on there. AFTCO, though, took it to a new level. They've linked up with the EKGMA Federation, and AFTCO is going to be selling EKGMA kits. Uh, if you go back to the transistor page, you'll see the link for it. I'll have some imagery and we'll have some write ups uh, coming. But if you are looking to get a full blown EKGMA kit with the circuit breaker, the uh, brain spike, and possibly, I believe they're discussing putting a, a knife in there for that piece. Um, perfect example in time to get your hands on one is AFCO is going to be doing it. When I had a conversation with AFCO about it, uh, they had explained a little bit more of their thought process. And hopefully we'll have an interview on it uh, to discuss more. But if you've been looking to get into the EKGMA system and learn more about it and actually practice it and you've been trying to get a kit, AFCO is going to have you as an all-in-one stop to actually get your hands on them. Uh, I liked the design. Uh, I thought the, the pouches for it were very smartly done. I believe that uh, they're, they're still finalizing, but it's the spike, like I said, the spike, the cable. Uh, I believe a flay mat, uh, some stuff there. But again, they're working on that. Hopefully there'll be more coming, but if you've been looking to get a kit, AFCO's got you and have you covered. Really excited for that and uh, hope to see it grow. Yeah, like, like I said, the idea that you're doing the right thing in conservation, you know, and your proper kill fast and preserving your meat and doing good things, that's, it, it just hits all the, all the whistles to me in my life uh, when it comes to this sport. So thank you, AFCO, for teaming up with EKG May Fed to get that right. That's going to be great. This company is not a stranger to any of us, really. Um, we used to be carried here in our area at Lost Key Outdoors. Uh, I'm not sure it's there anymore, but uh, I'm hoping that we'll start seeing it again in our area. It's Knocking Tail Lures. Uh, paddle Tail is the best way to explain it with a rattle. They make a great amount of sound when they're flipping in the water, uh, but this time they've taken it a step further. They've added a scent profile. Now that they have, uh, they got the colors and they're going to have a scent piece. Uh, we didn't get a lot of discussion into that with the scent, but I know that uh, it was a couple different ones. And I'll, if we have any episode that I think we will, we'll talk more about it. But it's going to be a nice change, a nice add for Knocking Tail. It's their next step up. Uh, good different sizes in their paddle tails. I've heard great things. I've used them only a couple of times um, when I was starting out the kayak. So I haven't really put it through its paces. 
I do plan on trying it out sometime this year. Uh, I was able to get a sample pack. So we'll get some on some hooks. We'll throw them. But uh, that was a cool add to seeing their new pieces. In the support category, because <laughs> you guys know I love talking about support gear, Ron Shiflet, uh created something called the Extreme Bucket. He it used to be an attachment that uh, was being sold at Bass Pro Shop uh, to your five-gallon buckets. You could put it up on the top, and it would be a holder and some other pieces there. Well, you know, as time goes on, things got to change, right? Well, Ron took it a step further and now made it a completely molded bucket called the Extreme Bucket. I love this thing. Um, I have it already at home. I've been messing with it. It's sturdy, which I was very surprised about with the molding. I thought, well, maybe it's going to be brittle. It's not. It's really well done, thought out, designed. You got three different holes. You know, for one for cup. Maybe it's going to be for a rod holder or your net, knife, tools. Um, I've already got a bunch of ideas of how I'm going to hang sinkers from it. But it's an all-in-one bucket with a lid, a uh, five-gallon bucket with a lid and a long rope. Different colors are available, and I believe it will be in Bass Pro Shop as well. I will double-check on that. But I really like this thought process. Uh, I, I use two five-gallon buckets right now. One is for water. The other is kind of just a stationary holder for all other things. But this thing is going to probably help. It's going to help me get a lot of that stuff that is at the bottom of my bucket out. Uh, where I can actually grab it so I don't have to constantly dig for it. So Ron and his company did a great thing with this. I'm very excited to use it. And I am gonna. <laughs> I think that a lot of people are going to probably try to get their hands on them. So uh, links, of course, back over to my page. It's going to be on the Transistor page, and it'll also be tagged on social media. So you can go back and take a look. Cables. If you haven't heard of them, uh, they are the wire company that attaches to the back of your glasses and gives you that leash. Uh very interesting story about them. Uh, hopefully we'll have a podcast where we can discuss them. But the idea was very simple, and it grew and grew and grew, and now they have different lines. Uh, I was able to acquire one set, their silicone, because, you know, <laughs> I'm follically challenged, so I don't have any hair there. I didn't, I didn't really want the cables to take what little that grows left. Um, but uh, I got the the silicone style, very comfortable, fit over my Oakleys very, very easily, and have held ever since. Uh, I've tried to shake them off and move my head around, jump, bounce, throw, you know, just basically twirl around my finger, even to just put enough force for it should be to slide off like I have with the fabric ones, and it hasn't let go. Excellent piece of gear that they've been uh, that they've created and growing. So if you've been looking for a product that'll hold your glasses and you don't really like that, you know, the fabric ones or the free ones that you get at the weigh-in and you wear them for a little while and then they fall apart and they fray, uh, Cables is definitely a long-term solution for you. So I highly recommend you take a look at Cables at C-A-B-L-Z. Really great stuff. Awesome talking with them and just a hell of a story. It really was. Staying in the bait cooler area. Uh, talking about bait again. Frable. Uh, you know Frable if you've been doing bait. It's, they've got those little buckets that you can flip open the lid for the live bait wells. Well, they've taken it a new level. They created a soft bait cooler with the belt, uh, for the area for an aerator to go. Nice size. Uh, perfect for the boat if you're just looking for something small, you know, for uh, bull minnows or shrimp or something like that. Uh, fit very nicely in the kayak without a big footprint. It's kind of the size of our old lunch boxes. <laughs> if you want to go back to old school method with the soft ones that we brought to school, it's not very large. 
and it, but it's really well built and stable. It is, uh, it holds water quite well. Yeah, looking at it, moving it around, I liked it. Tried squishing it, grew back very nicely. Very good ad for them for Frable, uh, and I think that it's going to continue to be better. They've also added a few other things to their hard plastic, but I was definitely more enthralled this year with uh, soft coolers and uh, pieces of that nature. So Frable did really well with that, and oh man. Uh, yeah, I'm eventually probably going to get my hands on one somehow. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see what the price point comes out to. Uh, you can't talk about hard lures or any of that stuff without talking about Rapala. Uh, I use them. I use the shadow wraps. I love them. They're my, they love them for the inshore. I've used them trawling on the kayak. Uh, I love the shadow wrap. My buddy Justin Reed from Justin Reed Fishing got me uh, hooked on them. He's the one that showed them to me. And uh, if I need to catch a fish, it's... I, I will say it. It's one of the companies I just go, you know what? I'm throwing this back on here. <laughs> it's It's been my, it's like my comfort lure. I always go back to the Shadow Wrap. It's done really well. Well, they've added a couple new ones with the Shadow Wrap series. So if you've been looking at those, be ready for the new update. And then the Countdown series is uh, another one. A little bit shorter bait profile. Um, but, you know, big fish eat small fish. So uh, I think it's also going to be pretty cool. I'm going to try to get my hands on some here pretty soon. I know that they're sold locally. So uh, you can take a look at that one uh, and give me your thoughts on them. I'd love to hear if you use either of those and what you how, how you like them and don't like them. I think that'd be really cool because uh, it's a good product and we know it's not going anywhere. New small company. Uh, they've been around for a while. I shouldn't say new. New to me uh, is Lee Fisher Sports. Uh, really nice team. Very much so enjoyed having a conversation with them. But they came out with a new product, and it's going to be for Chum. Uh, cylinder tube with lots of great cuts and holes in it. You can take a look on the page, and you can see what I'm talking about. I'll have imagery up for it. Um, but its plan is for Chum. Uh, I plan on using it for that, but... I also plan, uh, and this is a kayak plan, um, because I'm taking this idea from Mr. Rizzo in our area, uh, I plan on putting shrimp in there and trawling it behind my cooler. One, yeah, it's going to keep them all in there. It's going to keep them in fresh water. Two, it's going to get that scent out there, so stuff's going to be okay. They're going to hear them moving. They're going to probably smell them because you know, some of them are going to get hurt. Uh, so it's going to let that out, which is going to attract fish. Hopefully not a fish that's going to bite it and take me for a ride, but I'm just still going to try it. I'm also going to put the fish bites chum block in there and see how that does leaking out onto the profile. I want to see that. They have two different sizes. They have a larger tube and a smaller tube. Um, I opted for the smaller when I picked them up, so uh, I, I wasn't sure about the larger. But I think it's going to be a great product for anybody that's doing fishing and wants to get sent in the water for chumming. It's, just a, it's a better block, easier to clean, easier to maintain, and uh, just well well thought out the line on there is already set for you to tie off to your boat so you, you shouldn't have any problems there and you should be able to utilize it to the maximum extent so well done to lee fisher sports We're, I, i'm very excited for you on this one hopefully we'll start seeing you in the tackle shops with this because i think it's going to be a solid product I mentioned this on social media when I was walking around, and I think I've posted a couple times about it, which was a failure on my part about the company called Halco. Um, Halco, I thought, only did rooster poppers. Uh, that's mostly because I've seen it from Bama Beach Bomb or uh, Bearded Brad. It, people talk about the rooster poppers and how useful they are and how much they like them. 
in top water solutions and how big a fish they've caught. Well, when I went to Halco, I was introduced to several other of their lures, including heavy metal, uh, a couple of ounce jigs to launch and pull back to dart, you know, just great body and great movement. And it was really eye-opening and for me to see that Halco had so much more and why I didn't know that. And what I mean by that is it's easy to get hyper-focused when you hear the name of a company like Halco and you see somebody use one thing and you think, oh, that's it. You know, you, you may not buy a hundred of these things. You might buy one or two, but, you know, you're not exactly there looking for their other ones. You know, and the same one, I didn't see them in the tackle shop. All the same, same thing, though. I wasn't looking, so I didn't look at the brands. But I remember seeing Roosters, but nothing else. So when I finally got to take a look at all the stuff there for Halco, I fell in love with a couple of their other series. The Laser Pro and the Slidog 105. Absolutely fell in love with their white lure that looks, it's got tiger stripes, but it glows in the dark. Yeah, it glows green. As soon as I saw that, and that's the, all three of this new series, the, the Pop, the Rooster, the Laser, and the Slidog, all I could think was, night fishing i carry a uv flashlight with me when i do night fishing um, because of salty mccrory from salty's pompano rigs we were talking about glow in the dark stuff and he had mentioned he had a uv flashlight that he had kind of used in his garage once and turned the flashlight to a section of the garage where he had glow in the dark beads and i was like no it's not what i wanted turned his flashlight away and all of a sudden looked back and saw they were glowing well a UV flashlight recharges a glow-in-the-dark system extremely fast. These on the beach for night fishing? Oh, man, it's going to be game over. Take that flashlight and hit those things. Launch them out and let them go. A topwater that glows gives you that iridescent and kind of like, oh, what are those one little things called? Oh, you know, little yummy green things that glow in the dark and glow brew. But blue, not brew. Yeah. <laughs> All of these things together with glow-in-the-dark is going to add a new profile. The slide dog goes slightly underwater from what I remember, and the laser sits right up on the top area uh, within the first couple feet. So these lures that glow, great movement. It's going to attract some. It's going to attract the fish, the movement, the sound of the hook. All these pieces, I think, is a recipe for outstanding night fishing. Halco's, all the lures all together, really got my attention. Very excited about their stuff. Uh, I have to try to get my hands on some here. I've got to order it um, probably through the tackle shop so I can get my hands on it sooner rather than later because uh, I believe they run everything through Big Rock, and I don't have a Big Rock account. So um, hopefully we can get our hands on these because they are beautiful, and I think they're going to catch a ton of fish. I mentioned them earlier, this company, uh, when I was talking about Yak Attack, but it's a company called Ram Mounts. Uh, they're out of Washington. Really interesting company for mounting exterior or external products for your kayak. Their GoPro mount was one that I was kind of like, well, that's well thought out. Um, and the new on the Universal Ball, the better hand, it's a little bit thicker. It, it felt really sturdy. Uh, I thought that the movement for it was great, and it is universal to all kayaks. You can get the set for uh, your Old Towns, your Hobies, the Natives, all of these pieces together. You can get these mounts. The two that caught my attention, beside, or I guess the other one that caught my attention very much so, were their phone mounts. A lot of people are like, oh, you know, I'm never going to keep my phone out because you don't want to lose it. 
Ram mounts took it a step further out of the box and created two extreme, well, three extremely strong phone mounts. If you, uh, the one that they have is uh, kind of like a crossbones, if you will. It's on a very heavy loaded spring. You put your phone in it, drop the spring, open it back up, and it grips your phone really tight. So if you like to use your phone for recording or if you want your phone right in front of you, it's really a solid product. Um, I shook my phone a bit, tried to get it to fall out. It took a little bit of extra force, but, you know, Marine, give me an anvil. Find a way to break it, right? Well, there's other pieces to that joke, but it's a family-friendly show. Really well thought out, really well designed, and strong. The other, uh, the brother or sister to that one is a battery, op uh, a battery rechargeable one that you can connect to your battery in your boat. Uh, and this would work for uh, all aspects of boating here. You know, if you've got a center console and you want to plug in a USB and you can recharge your phone through the uh, wireless recharging, this is a great product. You just put your phone right there and boom, you're recharging the whole time. Their mounting systems for the navigation or any of the external electronics, all really well thought out and well designed and beefy. Um, everything that I they had and touched or that I touched really gave me the feel that it was quality. It didn't feel cheap. It didn't feel like it was going to break apart in my hand or if I put a piece of gear on it. And then the angles that were uh, put into it, how he showed me how the different, you know, if you need to move it this way or this way, uh, it didn't creak, scream, or any of that stuff, and it was just solid and well-built. So I highly loved loved them. One of my favorite companies also that I found, um, and I highly recommend you take a look at them because you're definitely not going to lose out on any of that gear. So uh, take a look over, and you you just won't be disappointed. Well... That worked out well. Speaking of that, hey. It is your second paycheck. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It has been 50 minutes. Make sure you bring that line in. Check on your fish. And if you need to put new bait, put new bait. Get it back out there. This bait check was brought to you by The Sinker Guy. Head on over to thesinkerguy.com, and you can get your hands on all of his setup for sinkers. His Sputnik sinkers are my absolute favorite. I use them all the time. I'm very strong. I've never had a problem with them, and any time I've had a question about it, Chip has always been readily available to discuss it. He's also got fishing. Uh, he's also got rigs, uh, floats, and a lot of other support supporting things that you might need for fishing. So head on over to thesinkerguy.com. Put in your order, super fast shipping, and just great turnaround, great company, great products. You won't be disappointed, I assure you. All of this, it, I mean, that those things right there is pretty much my big list of uh, noticeable things to talk about with iCast as far as products go. Uh, I wish I could really break down about 100 other booths that I went to, uh, but... There are just certain things that it was cool to see, but it was just not something that I jumped at. Uh, some people asked me to head over to the van stall section. I went there. Uh, I do not fish van stalls. That's just a personal choice for me. I don't. Uh, it's just not my thing. They do have a new limited edition gold reel. I believe that some of the tackle shops are getting them, and you can get your hands on one. Uh, I don't know if they're selling them online, but they very well could be. The new series is out for van stall. I believe it's the X2 with some good improvements, uh, and it was a smooth reel. Really nice, really strong. Uh, I wish I had something uh, bad I could say about it. I've never really had anything to say about a Van Stahl, except a couple times I've used it. It's just a 
different kind of feel for me that I didn't fall in love with. I absolutely had a blast at the Shimano tent. Shimano's booth really had wonderful gear as usual, and uh, their reels are one of my favorite sets to go through. I, I, I wish I could complain about them, but I, I haven't been able to. Um, they The staff, though, is what really stood out to me that was there at the tent. I spoke with a gentleman who's also a charter captain in the New England area talking about Shimano and really kind of gave me some good feelings about the gear that they have and stuff that I'm looking to do with my fishing style that he didn't have to. He could have very easily been like, yeah, dude, have a great day. Um, but he actually took the time, you know, helped me with a couple of different setups and gave me some ideas for later on to pick up. And I, I sincerely appreciated it. It really kind of gave me that better feeling of uh, having a conversation with them. There were quite a few booths that I went to um, that I uh, didn't love. <laughs> and I'm not going to drop names on them there. It was just kind of passing in, just, all right, well, whatever. Yeah, thanks for talking with me. And you could tell it was kind of just, it, it wasn't wonderful. But it was a lot of, uh, just a lot of good information. A couple of honorable mentions that are not listed for their products on here because... Well, I've talked about them before, um, but one of them being line cutters. Absolutely loved having a conversation with Vance. He will be on the show eventually. We worked on that. We've got some more things to talk about. But we've uh, I've mentioned line cutters before. Uh, Rogue Reels, Rob Foster got me uh, kind of introduced to them with how their line cutters work. And basically, it's a really smart design with the razors inside a ring. So if you're looking to cut line real fast, it's right there. He's also got a bill hookup that you can put on your hat. Uh, easy to get line cut. Really strong, really sturdy, well thought out thing. Uh, nothing bad to say. So it was it was just enjoyable to really see their product in, up front and have a meeting with his team. Uh, really good group of team and just friendly all around. So, all right. I have yacked myself into 55 minutes with, you didn't know it, numerous pauses to catch my breath and drink because I was coughing my head off. <laughs> the downside of this thing, man, it's just not fun. iCast was really cool. I'm glad I went. Um, it was great to see all the products that are coming out. Uh, it was fun to talk with people in the fishing industry to get an idea of how they fish, why they fish. Um, it was really an interesting eye-opening experience to meet a lot of the pro anglers that you see on TV. Uh, I <laughs> didn't expect to meet a quarter of the personalities that uh, I did get to meet. I did get to meet Adam J. Very, very nice individual. Uh, didn't have to stand and talk to us. He could have just taken a picture and rolled, but he actually hung out for a minute. So thanks, sir. I appreciate you. Uh, I got to meet Chad Hoover, who was a uh, He's a character, and he's a, he's military, and it just brought me into that happiness. We probably could have uh, chewed the fat for hours. And uh, <laughs> great guy. If you haven't taken a look at his stuff, uh, hop online and just Google him up, and uh, you'll be well entertained. And I got to meet Mr. Rob Fordyce, who has a hell of a story and is a beast of a man. Just down-to-earth, very friendly, and... Uh, it was a real honor to have that conversation. And I would be remiss to say this. I had an absolute blast hanging out with all my friends from the East Coast and the Fish Bites team. Uh, absolutely love hanging out with that family. 
they're great. They're all friendly. We all shared a lot of information about fishing, how we all do it, because we're all different anglers. You know, we've got surf, we've got inshore, boat, offshore, the whole gambit. So getting to have those conversations really is going to help me become a better angler. And I hope that you can get a lot of that information from them, whether it's through these episodes or any of the other podcasts out there that they get the chance to talk to or any of the YouTube channels, because anybody sharing information, it's just there for you to take to your advantage. So I hope you get the chance to take advantage of it. That's been been fun stuff for iCast. So you'll be seeing much more information coming out individually about these individual companies. I will have a product review episodes coming out. They will not be on Fridays, more than likely. Um, I'm going to change that up. You're going to see that new series because I have a lot of stuff to talk about here. So you'll probably see two episodes a week coming out if you'd like to see more about uh, products and product reviews. I'll also be getting them up on the website. That's right. You will be finding findingdemosurfishing.com is coming to life. A couple more things to tweak, but that website's going to be here. So hope you're ready. we got a lot of fun stuff coming. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. And thank you for everything you've done for me with this journey. You're the ones that make finding Demo Surf Fishing possible. And I really appreciate you and your time and being here. If it's been helpful for you, don't forget, like and share and subscribe. Get it on out there. Every week there's a new episode. I don't plan on stopping. Even when I'm sick, I'm still recording. I love you guys. Take good care of yourselves. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Finding Demo Surf Fishing. I am out of here. Thank <laughs> you.